is only right that we open up episode 43 of Ring Takes with Brian and Lewis, of course, always joining me with Cult of Personality by Listen to the Color, uh, CM Punk's game. Uh, let's get right into it. This is episode 43 for CM Punk and Survivor Series Picks Review. Uh, but anyhow, let's get into, obviously, the biggest news probably in wrestling this year. Other than his firing, is CM Punk returning <laughs> <laughs> to WWE? Um, after War Games, the War Games match, Survivor Series, everybody's anticipating. They're playing this angle with Randy Orton, who we'll also talk about at some point. Um, playing this all night, and it looks like we're about to go off the air. And I'm like, okay, we don't know what's happening. And then a split second right before it ends, the music hits, Chicago goes nuts. And the man, CM Punk, walks out into the Survivor Series arena and greets the WWE again for the first time in, what, 10 years? Um, as everyone was saying, hell done froze over. Uh, what do you guys think about the CM Punk returning? All right, uh, Lewis, can I go first on this one, please? Yeah. <laughs> because being the, the person who, who, who was the most adamant that he wasn't coming, I can honestly say that the WWE, this is the one of the very rare times where WWE got me. Because let me explain my, my everything that, that happened from when the war games match ended till till we got the, the return. So I'm sitting on my sitting on my couch with my remote in my hand. The war game match is over. I'm literally about to you know, turn it off. Like I see the uh disclaimer at the bottom, it's coming to an end. Literally, I put my <laughs> put my, my hand up. Next thing you know, I hear his theme music, music playing. And I swear, and I swear to God to you guys, for literally 30 seconds, I could not move. I'm not, I'm being dead set. I cannot move my body, I couldn't move my body. <laughs> really just watching the screen, big shock look on my on my face, heart pumping out of my pumping out of my chest. And I just I was just standing there just watching. And I think I texted the chat after, you know, you can't be serious. That literally was me getting my fingers, getting my fingers to move because I still, I still couldn't believe what I, what I was watching. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still in, in amazed over it. I'm still, I'm still, I've been, think, I, I've been thinking about it like almost, almost every single day because I still can't bring my mind, mind to the fact that he's act, he's actually back. And as far as all the uh, reports and, and the coverage leading up to it, and apparently all these reports and coverage after it, I, I think we can definitely say as far as CM Punk goes, the dirt sheets have no fucking clue. About about I don't care. And it's not just with him coming in with his storylines. I know they've been they've been they've been throwing reports out there about what 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 he's planning upon doing, what the what feuds are gonna put them in moving forward. I still think that I still think anyone that's reporting on CM Punk right now, I think it's just like complete, complete, complete BS. We just need to as far as his stuff goes, we just need to watch it week at week after week and just, and just see it. But like as I said, as I've said before, WWE didn't necessarily need to bring back CM Punk. But mm-hmm. it always is nice to have to have like a proven a proven draw a top star on your roster no matter who, no matter who it is, and we already mm-hmm. know about all the all the uh, alleged alleged history with with the, with the walkout and you know the podcast with, with, with Colt Cabana where he he revealed you know why he left which led to a lawsuit with the WWE doctor which then led to him and Colt Cabana having having their, having a bad falling out. <laughs> So you never, so you never, so you never thought in your wildest dreams that CM Punk was gonna was gonna come back. You, you mean you couldn't you couldn't fathom it, and and then you hear that music and he walked and then he walks out, and like I said, I'm still I'm still amazed about it. 
I mean, like like WWE, the roster was already was already you know deep, deep as is as far as main event main event talent goes, with bringing Randy Orton back, and now you throw CM Punk on top of it, and I mean they have you now you talk about top stars on top of top stars on top of top stars, and this is on, honestly one of the the deepest rosters they've had they've had in like a very long time now when you, when you bring back and bring back CM Punk, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it go. It remains to be. It remains to be seen. I mean, I hate to play devil's advocate. It remains to be seen how much, how long, how much longer we're gonna get of, of how much we're gonna get of Punk though. I mean, AEW's locker room and WWE's locker room, locker room are two completely different environments. You know, I under, I understand that, and you would think, you know, CM that CM Punk would know at this point that this is probably pretty much like this. This is it. This is this is his last chance. You can't make it. If you can't make it work here, then you might as well just retire from pro wrestling altogether because there's nowhere else. Nowhere else you 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 can go unless you want to go to Impact or New Japan and make and probably make less money less money because you're not going to make as much money as you are with with WWE. So I like to think that he that he knows that so there won't there won't be any won't be any uh issue issues or crap. But you know, it remains to be seen. You know, glad, glad to have him. Glad to have him back. Um, are we going to get into his, his his raw promo separately, or should, 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 I, should I talk about it now? Separate, or keep it now because it's all one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's his return. Okay. I know because I know some people were a little like I guess underwhelmed by the by the uh, raw promo, or some people that really didn't like uh, like believe it when he said when he said I'm home. To me, I took it as. That promo he cut was was for people who are just WWE fans who don't watch AEW who don't read dirt sheets and literally just watch WWE week to week like like it's any other weekly episodic television. That promo mm-hmm. was was for was for was for those those fans those fans that he walked out on in 2014 and now he's back back in 2000 back in 2023 and those fans and it's literally like literally those to those fans minds it's like okay nothing happened he was just gone. Whereas with fans like us who actually read dirt sheets and actually watch AEW and watch watch other programming, we know we we know all of his all of his activity since he's left left the WWE as far as the dirt mm-hmm. sheets go. So I feel like that promo was for, was was for those fans and for those for those fans, you know, it was it, it wasn't was great 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 promo. It was, you know, pretty it was straight straightforward, saying saying I'm saying I'm back. He didn't really make any. He didn't really make any AEW references. It was really strictly about WWE and being back. How some people like want him, ba- are happy to have him back, and how other people aren't aren't so happy to have him back. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be very interesting moving forward to see you know how how he's booked, and you know it's an exciting time in wrestling. I think I said you know when he initially got fired at, at the very beginning, isn't the pro wrestling industry like a damn roller coaster? <laughs> Here we go again. We're going. We're going up. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. Honestly, same thing as Brian. I was, you know, literally sitting on this couch watching Survivor Series. Like, okay, it was cool. I guess no punk. Disclaimer, music hits. I was always like, same thing. I was in shock. I said it in the chat, I'm shocked because Mm -hmm. I, just like Brian discussed, you know, all the things that happened you know, from, you know, how he was feeling when he was there to when he left and all that stuff. And to be away from wrestling for so long. And like he said in his promo, he's like, I left. You guys still chanting my name. Mind you, he said the same thing in AEW, but I think to Brian's point, it's correct. You know, obviously there's a lot of WWE people who don't watch a lot of WWE fans who don't watch AEW. So I think for, like he said, a lot of those who are like, dude, you said this before. I think I was one of them. 
Um, <laughs> you know, but I think it is, I don't know. I do believe that he is home because this is mm-hmm. where he became a star. This is where, you know, the CM Punk chants started from, or they stemmed from. And mm-hmm. the, WWE is the reason why, even after he left for years, especially in Chicago, you still mm-hmm. got the CM Punk chants. And I, I want to say maybe five years. I don't even know when. I can't even say. I just remember seeing, like, wouldn't it be crazy if, like, CM Punk could, like, come back? Um, and the fact that he's actually good, which I, again, I didn't believe he was going to come back. I just didn't think it was going to happen. And just like all the reporting, you know, yes, no, maybe there's talks, there's no talks. Honestly, I mean, I heard as well that this was only like 10 days done before um, Survivor Series. So this literally could have been a last, you know, Triple H being like, probably thought about it, got close enough and was like, all right, let's shoot our shot. And I'm I'm assuming they came to some sort of agreement. And Mm -hmm. hopefully this is all good stuff. Again, same thing. I think it was talking about like thing we were talking about like AEW, but you know, it's like the styles are so different between AEW and WWE, where mm-hmm. I feel like we'll actually get better matches. Uh him, but also depends on how healthy he is right now. Mm-hmm. Again, he is getting older, you know. We're seeing a lot of more injuries with these older wrestlers, but you mm-hmm. know, fingers crossed. Um I really hope this works out. I think for his legacy, it has to. Um, there shouldn't, there doesn't need to be, you know, they need to put egos aside and just have great stories, have great matches, and just, he needs to finish out with a bang. Mm-hmm. The only thing, like Brian said as well, WWE is stacked right now. There's a lot of people who could be champion. You know, you got Sami Zayn, you know, you got Jey Uso, you got Drew, you got Seth, you got Roman, you got mid-card people, Gunther. There's so many options. You got Randy coming back. You got so many options. Cody as well. Um, you know, I think we're all, we've all been obviously LA talking Knight. about Cody, Cody, <laughs> LA Knight. Exactly. Cody finishing the story and then you throw this monkey wrench in there. It's like, <laughs> are we going to get a triple threat now? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just freaking crazy. Um, and it, you know what was crazy? I honestly thought CM Punk was gone before the shield got there, but then I'm I'm seeing all these highlights. I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. 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 And I'm like, yeah. oh, he was shit. there. They actually, did like wrestle them, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's not like they're meeting for the first time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's definitely a crazy time to be a wrestling fan. There's so many, and the, and I think this is what separates WWE from Ada. It's just the stories. It's the surprises. It's not just like bringing people for back for the sake of bringing people back it's like look at this like history that there is there and everything that else is going on it's like the brought with a purpose exactly. <laughs> i mean this is it's not that AEW doesn't have a purpose i just don't think they like we were discussing before i don't think they have that writing staff for writing stories i think it's more just like hey we're all wrestlers let's just give people great wrestling see. matches mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like that's cool but I think when there's more purpose behind it, it just gives you that 
better reaction and so it's crazy um as the only person who said he would be back and that there was too much money to be left on the table i, I, will, <laughs> give, I will give dan his credit the first feud he should have is with seth rollins yeah <laughs> yeah, how many? How many? How many? Um, how many um videos have been made made on social media since he's since, since he came out with with Seth Rollins' comments, his comments, and everyone and is just, just kind of pairing the story yeah. together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone tons, is just like, tons. this is obvious. <laughs> everyone one is thing, just trying to. Uh, go ahead. Uh, one thing you know, even because I said this in the chat, and afterwards I was I saw some stuff, and I was like, wait, that's actually could work very well. Um, I said that they need to keep him away from Roman, but it's just crazy enough because it's like Roman literally has Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. And that's a whole story within itself that's that's like you can't even avoid it. And it's like... He did say say the wise man told him. Exactly. In order order to make your name, in order to... You gotta leave. I know, Dan. That 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 Cody story might not be be (laughs) finishing this mania. (laughs) See, now we have to go to mania. Now we have to go to mania. (laughs) Let me talk about. Let me talk about CM Punk first. Um, in terms of the surprise, the way they did it, of course, baiting us in. Of course, the Randy storyline all night, which we'll talk about later. But then going into the ending cinematic and panning out they did that perfectly um cm punk coming back obviously i think it makes sense and i've been saying this to everybody especially since that uh his return the royal rumble is going to be stacked <laughs> like i like that's the main thing i got from this because we got randy returning on the night you got you got cm punk coming in you got Sami Zayn. you got kevin owens you got <laughs> you got la night you got Jay Uso, Drew McIntyre, all these branching people now into this one Royal Rumble who don't have the title. So if you're not competing for the title at the Royal Rumble, you're in the Royal Rumble. And I think this is probably going to be one of the most stacked Royal Rumbles since like 2001 when they had Austin, they had Rock, they had The Undertaker. I believe, no, Triple H came out like they just had his Kane went on a run, like they just had a stacked Royal Rumble. But just having CM Punk back in wwe i think it just makes the most sense um there's just too much money on the table there's too many guys that he can feud with he looked jacked when he came out so that's a good thing like it looks like he was taking care of his body and getting in shape so that's important um and whatever this run is going to be i think they said he signed for a couple years whatever this run is going to be they're going to try to strike the iron hot as fast as they can obviously we're already hearing reports that he's going to get into matches with seth eventually with roman so they're obviously trying they're already working on everything um, as you guys said, how does that influence the rest of the roster? Um, who knows? I mean, that, I mean, if you're if you're a guy that's opposing him, you want to be in the ring with him because that's going to be money towards you. All the eyes are going to be on towards you. Um, that's a chance to gain your shot, right, against CM Punk if you're not going to go after the championship or anything like that. You want to be in a few that can make money, draw money, draw eyes. Um, and that potentially puts it on the table. He can feud with Jay Uso. He can feud with Drew McIntyre. He, he can feud with a lot of people that we've always wanted to see him fight. He went to AEW. LA Knight, <laughs> like the promos between potentially between those two. Like, <laughs> that's going to be crazy. Two guys just going off the cuff like that. Um, so just the potential that it brings to WWE, I think I'm always going to look at it as a positive because it's like 
you get so many variations of this now. You get so many branching storylines from this now. Um, as you as you guys alluded to with the storylines, there's built history there with multiple people like the Shield. He's touched bases with um, the Miz. All these people, John Cena, who might come back. We don't know if he's going to come back or whatever the case capacity that would be. Um, Drew McIntyre, all these people that he's touched in some type of various way, you can do that. And the interviews that you can do it from their standpoint, too, where they can control the narrative and have CM Punk just go on a, a talking tour, like CM Punk on Broken Skull Ranch. CM Punk, <laughs> like talking about what Raw, whatever it is, Raw Talk or Smack Talk, whatever. I don't know what it is. They have that little show. This yeah, was the Fox it. thing. It was um yeah backstage. Yeah, I don't know what's still there, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's no that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they're planning a WWE 24 based on his return alone right now as we're yeah, speaking. Guys, so, the video so, camera was probably right there filming. Yeah. Him yeah. <laughs> like they, you know, no, so, they, they got some stuff. They got some stuff planned for, for CM like Punk. I mean, so he, he's too big of a star for them not to have all this other additional yeah. content. Yeah, um, yeah, like they already probably got it for WrestleMania. Catch us with CM Punk's return, da, 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 da. <laughs> the documentary and his return yeah. and all this stuff. But um, looking at it from that standpoint, you got the storyline with Paul Heyman obviously in there. You got the lurking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> if you ever wanted to bring Brock Lesnar in for a feud or anything like that, or them to go after Roman, <laughs> you can you get that rights itself. That's going to bring us to the table. So from that standpoint, um. It's great for WWE. Um, his promo on Raw coming out. They, I don't. I think they waited too long. He only had like five minutes to talk at the end. So I think mm-hmm. that's probably why we got the. Uh, 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 I want to see. I want to say PG promo of CM Punk mm-hmm. there. No pipe bombs or anything like that. No. Uh, uh, a long, long uh, explanation. He just came back. He, he can't drop a pipe bomb. that's what the world was expecting. That's what the world was expecting. I was um, I, the funny thing about it. Sorry to cut, cut you off, Daniel. About that, yeah. I actually thought there was going to be some conspiracy theories online that that either Randy Orton and, and Dominic or people people that that had segments during the ten o'clock hour purposely were going over to to, to fuck up his his promo, mm. so he wouldn't have. No, they, did, no, they did something. They had to have did something oh, like yeah, to yeah, exactly. I, I thought we were going to see that. I haven't because seen first, They had movie. like ten commercials before mm-hmm. Randy Orton's match. And right after his match, I'm like, so when is CM Punk gonna get to talk? Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, so when Randy Orton came out, I think it was like like 10 20 or something. I'm looking, I'm like, hold <laughs> on. So talking about this match was supposed to be the, I thought this is, so I thought punk was gonna come out, then they were gonna go to the main event. That's when they the main event first, I'm like, all right, so realistically, this should this should be ending at like what 10 45. To give him a give him a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up. It's like 10:50, 10:51. <laughs> like the match is just ending. I'm like, yo, how much time is he gonna have? No, they straight. They did when he was cutting this promo, I remember it was 10:59, and he's going, and I'm like, hold up. He, he didn't seem like he, he doesn't seem like he's done. And yo, are they, yo, are they about to go <laughs> off the air with him still talking? Like, yo, come on, we don't need we don't need this bullshit to start off. This, this is WCW. Let me finish in time. This WCW back in the day before you see the ending. Cut. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> all, like how, all, all like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart back in the day, where um, where Shawn's kicked and they make this with Shawn super kick Bret and it didn't make yeah. the air. <laughs> <laughs> like that, but nah, just just looking at it from that thing, they definitely rubbed him or like played a joke on him, or he was like in on it like they had that much advertising right before he comes out like come on now like i was pissed i'm like what are they doing um but it was pretty straightforward i didn't expect him to say anything about aew just because whatever that is i don't think he's going to address that right now at least not right now um so the promo promo, i'm like what did i'm like what were people expecting like him to just come out and just lash out like 
obviously, if you saw Triple H's press conference, he said, hey, we're all different now. We're 10 years removed from that situation. If you're the same person you were 10 years ago, um, that's just a bad look. So um, from that standpoint, those comments, it's like I understand where they probably want to get as far as away, not from mentioning AEW, but from CM Punk from AEW, because let's be honest, that probably wasn't the greatest run. (laughs) <laughs> in his career and stuff like that. You don't want to reference going back to that all the time. Um, but I think this is this is good news going forward for him. And um, as I said in the chat, I said AEW's in trouble, man. They're in trouble from a standpoint where that star power is just something that they don't have where they can draw enough eyes to their product. And then, yes, they're going to have great matches. They're going to have hard-hanging matches. Shout out to Swerve Strickland, who... <laughs> uh, who I joked had the had the wrestling world for a week after his match with Hangman Page. He had it for a week, and all of a sudden CM Punk's coming back, and it's like we don't even we don't even know where AEW is right now. And it's just like, and I don't think they did any favors by mentioning him. I think it was Alistair Black mentioning him on Collision. Collision. Yeah, he did. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Why are you doing that? <laughs> no, he was. I think. I think he was cutting. A, he was cutting a promo against FT, against FTR, mm-hmm. and he was pretty much telling it. Pretty much like telling FTR, like you guys have no help right now. You have you have you don't you guys don't have CM Punk. You don't have this guy. You don't have this guy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just us. It's just us and you. You guys don't have any help anymore. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Austin Black didn't know CM Punk was debuting with the other company <laughs> an hour literally an hour later or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with, so like, the way WWE kept the dirt sheets out of it kept all the apparently AEW out of it because it's like you're mentioning his name on the night he's coming back and it's like that doesn't look good from your perspective it's like when uh I keep referencing WCW when uh the finger poke of doom that night and they said tonight mankind's gonna win the WWF title and everybody changed the channel <laughs> to WWF to watch Mankind win the title because yeah. it was a good story. And we gave wanted to gave, gave the competition a promo, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think that's the thing that people, well, people, well, with dirt sheets and stuff like that. Yeah, we might get spoilers and stuff like that, but we still want to see it happen. <laughs> You're still going to tune in to see it happen regardless. This, this is also why I feel like when it comes to like the dirt sheets and stuff, I feel like people release what they want released or will hint at stuff that was like, all right, I guess we can kind of hint at this because this was like, I feel like, I mean, I honestly don't remember the whole edge coming back. I feel like that was a huge, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even remember if that was a shock. Huh? Nobody, nobody knew that. Yeah. See, it was was a small (laughs) mention. They were like, no, he probably won't come back. And then the music, hey, and that was one of those. That's what I'm like. They really want to keep something under wraps. They're going to keep it under wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, as you're saying, like they release what they want because it's like this didn't get out. It was alluded to. Everybody was like, oh, he's going to return. But the way WWE presented it, what which is what gave it more shock value because it was like we didn't hear anything. The way they presented it on the screen and stuff like that, but um, having CM Punk back, man, it's just it's great. It's great. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, I have a, so I have a question. I have a question for you, for you guys. Uh, so during the uh, Survivor Series, um, they they kind of were telling this uh, story with Randy Orton of he may show up, he may not show up. They had a backstage promo with um, Sami Zayn and Jay Uso talking about how mm-hmm. Randy said Randy may or may may or may not come. 
Now, I'm, I immediately was, was crapping all over that when they were doing it because I'm thinking like, okay, you're getting the fans' hopes up now because if you're the only re- reason you'd be even telling that story is if is if CM Punk is going to be in this match, or mm-hmm. because you can't you can't tease the fans you can't tease the fans like that and get their hopes up for something for something that 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 in my mind was never wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. and that and now you see Randy comes back now now, now Punk comes back, and, uh, you know how brilliantly that they uh you know planned that out so mm-hmm. so. So for when I remember we were talking about that, and I was like, "There's no way Randy wasn't coming out." I was like, "You can't, <laughs> you can't advertise him." The Viper, the Apex Predator, all this stuff. Yeah. He's gonna be, and then him not show up. I was like, "That's why I thought the angle was kind of stupid." Because I'm like, "No, I, no." The, the reason why the he, reason he doesn't show up. Oh, his flight was delayed, or no, the reason why the, last minute, the like, reason why it was stupid. Was because one, the phone angle was played on multiple times. We got it in the LWO storyline with Carlito. We turn around and get it with the War Games women's match with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And then we turn it around and we get the same thing with Randy Orton. This is the thing that messed it up. He confirmed that he was coming. Cody yeah. Rhodes said he was coming on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. We get to the show. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> like, I didn't like it from that standpoint. And it's like, and, and, I, and again, well, did he I, say he was going to be on Monday Night Raw, or he just confirmed that he was going to be at War Games? He confirmed that he was going to be at War Games, yeah, on the so, Monday night before. So it was like yeah. he's already we already knew he was coming. So it's like, why are we playing this angle? It would have been exactly. better to keep it a mystery mm-hmm. and then have it come out. But it worked out yeah. because I think how WWE saved it. Um, but yeah, I just I, I, it worked out. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It worked out. I didn't like the whole storyline, the angle of that, but it worked out. <laughs> Definitely oh, it worked, worked out. Worked out very well. I, I guess apparently CM Punk is the CM Punk is the first person that uh, uh, he he debuts in, he debuts in a new company, comes back to an old company, and both and both returns social media wise are the the largest are the largest viewed oh, returns for both plus companies. Million or something that, that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> largest returns on social media for, for both yeah, returns. Like- like that that that's crazy that's just instantly crazy um but cm punk back in wwe um can't wait to see what he does obviously it looks like he's gonna face seth rollins there's something brewing there um a lot going on um so it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes um let's get into our survivor series review obviously a lot of stuff happening um let's get into our first match let me just make our marker there um dragon lee uh, facing Santos Escobar. Um, this wasn't even, but yeah, we'll start there. Um, obviously, the War Games match, but we'll talk about that later. But uh, Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar. Dragon Lee filling in for an injured Rey Mysterio, an injured uh, Carlito <laughs> heading into this match. Um, we all picked Santos Escobar regardless. Um, but what did you guys think about this match? All right, you can go ahead. Underwhelming. That's all. That's really all I, I mean, say. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't need to say anything now. You just pretty much took the word exactly because it's like you have two. <laughs> you got two great lucha, especially and like we talked about it. That match with Dragon Lee and Axiom was amazing. Yeah, like, I don't know. This is why I'm like two weeks before. This is why I'm. I don't know. I'm like I head scratch myself with Santos because I'm like he hasn't as far as in ring work. I feel like I haven't seen anything that really impresses me, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not impresses, but like anything that stands out, 
you know, because like, he's because he's playing. He was playing a baby face for so long. No, but even that, even in NXT, like I feel like his, like yeah, he was more like, you know, he's a little bit. I feel like he's a little bit bigger than you're like an average luchador. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just like I don't know. Maybe because with luchador, yeah, it's usually the high flying. But like, I don't know. Like compared to like Andrade, who has like. You know, crazy, crazy like moves, like the, the spitting back fist, or like the double heels, or whatever. And it's just like for, for him, it, it doesn't always. There isn't like, like something that really stands out for me. So mm-hmm. I thought him and Dragon Lee would have just brought out the best of each other, and that's not what we got. It was more just like just keep hitting each other back and forth. There was like a few, you know a couple of small spots from the top rope or whatever, but it wasn't nothing that really impressed me. And I was just like, wow. If there was any like there ever were, time to shine, like were, it would have been I feel there. like there were flashes of it, but they didn't like get going. Like and the, match ended, the match ended quickly before they got yeah. going. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it felt like. I just felt like they were restricted on time or yeah, uh, maybe they didn't yeah. want to give it all if, away. If, if anything, I feel like they should have used somebody else. Probably not even use Dragon Lee. Why not use like Axiom or something? Like get somebody else. I don't know. Just because I feel like Dragon Lee has been like on a hot streak with matches well, yeah, and yeah, yeah. have like this that, it's yeah. like kind of knocked them down a couple matches so yeah i think they were i don't know what really happened with carlito you know what i mean i don't know but if they he's took him really out or hurt. something yeah i don't know if it's a real like he's really hurt or it's just the angle but it's like he could have fought carlito and cheated his way to win he could have it would have been more effective yeah apparently now sorry to cut you off daniel but apparently apparently uh the dirt she reports say <laughs> That this was the plan all along. That the plan was for Carlito to in- initially be in the match, and then San- Santos take him out in an injury angle, so Dragon Lee can get the spot because they're high on Dragon Lee. But then they made him lose, <laughs> and that's the thing. So it's like I can understand if they did something where if they gave Dragon Lee the win and then made Santos attack him and go after him and then get his win back, set up some some type of rubber match. But I just feel like. This is the thing, because if Carlito wasn't going to be used, it's like, okay, why wouldn't you use one of the LWO members who who are kind of stuck in limbo? But yeah. then that is that good enough to be on a pay-per-view? No. No. That was so that's, the, <laughs> that's the yeah. issue. Santos is good enough to be on a pay-per-view, but one of those guys aren't. So mm-hmm. Dragon Lee probably was gaining a little bit more of attention, especially with views and stuff like that. Put him in the match. I thought I thought the match was okay, but I felt like it wasn't the standard – I don't want to say, but cruiserweight match where you get them going high speed, high rate of uh, pickup and yeah. back and forth. Uh, I just felt like it was a regular standard match. And I'm like, we just saw Dragon Lee do all this stuff. We know Santos Escobar can go, but it's like we just didn't get it in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's almost it almost seems, though, that because, you know, Santos is officially healed right now that he was working more of a, like a heel style. Yeah. And because, and because and because he was working that style, kind of counteracted with what what we know for for, for him to do along with with, with Dragon Lee, but to just to agree with Lewis, you know, we expected we expected something out of this match. We expected we were going to get what we got from Dragon Lee and Axiom, and we, our expectations were up high. And then and then uh, this match happened, and it was like I said, it was a solid match. It just it just was like below below our expectations. You know, we expected oh. we expected both of these guys guys to come out and everything to be like fast fast paced lucha, lucha libre style. And they kind of went the went with a, a different approach, and it almost seemed like you know they were purposely ho- were holding back. You know, it was, yeah, that's what I felt. Like. Yeah, they were sacri- sacrificing you know great moves for just telling telling the story, and 
based on that dirt sheet report about them about them putting uh, Dragon Lee in, you know, it, it wouldn't have made much sense for Dragon Lee to go to go over because you know Santos mm -hmm. just, Santos just turned, and I mean if Santos is already lo already losing, then what was the point of the what was the point of the turn? But at the same <laughs> yeah. time, at the same time, you know, Dragon Lee's on, you know riding this hot riding this hot streak. And you know why? Why would he? Why should he lose at this point if you continue to, uh -huh. to build him amongst this amongst this mm -hmm. audience? So it, it definitely was in a situation where both guys kind of need both guys kind of needed the win, but I guess that in this case they kind of went with kind of went with the uh, went with the story per se. And Santos Santos just turned turning heel, and obviously he used you know cheap heel tactics to win to win the match. Yeah. Like I said the match the match was solid. It's just that we expected so much more, and I think moving forward we're, we probably are going to end up getting a lot more from them. I'd like this isn't we just a, a one match. <laughs> we like two, three, four, two, three, four, five matches between the two of them at least until Rey Mysterio comes back. They need to get a. They need to just have a rivalry, a mini rivalry. That's all it needs yeah. to be. <laughs> like they just have great matches, have them give them time, like ten minutes in the ring, fifteen minutes in the ring. Anything they can just go back and forth, like he gets a win, then Sandal gets yeah. a win, and mm -hmm. it's like. Like, like, how much, how much you want to bet there's gonna be a rematch of this? Not, not on this week's SmackDown, but the following week. The following week, of SmackDown, <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. Much. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens with Santos Escobar's heel turn. Um, we'll see who joins up with him potentially. Um, but let's get into our next match: Gunter defeating so the Miz. Close. So close. In a highly anticipated bout. Not by me, because I, I picked Gunther. <laughs> I picked Gunther. Me and Brian picked it Gunther. Like knowledgeable fans do, like smart fans do. <laughs> the longest you really, you really want to go with the smart fans? You really want to go with that angle hey, today? Hey, 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 hey. hey. Yeah, I'm listen, sorry. Who, who's who's in third place? Not for this show. Not for this show. Any other show, you can make that point. Not, not with this one. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. CM Punk is back. And Gunther's one. That's two. That's two. I'll take it. I'll CM take it. Punk, right you don't get a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't get a point for that one. That I'm wasn't in the tab. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So I'll take it. <laughs> Gunther in the miss. So as far as the match quality goes, it was it really was a really good, a really good match. I I especially love Excuse me. I especially love the uh, the uh, end when they really like really tried to make us believe that Miz really could could walk away with the win with the low blow and then with, with the low blow and with the skull crushing finale. You know they they no for 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 a couple of seconds they 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 they, they had me. I was, I was like, you know, I, you I was sitting there like, no, don't, don't do it, Miz. don't do it. Don't as soon as yeah, I saw the low blow, I was like, no. See, okay, all right, okay. I'm, <laughs> don't give Lewis the satisfaction. Don't give him this. I know, but is this program is this program with the Miz done? I, I think they had a. Oh, no, they got another. They, they another had a, They had a promo. They had yeah. a promo on Raw. So obviously, this, this is going to continue. I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I honestly don't see why they should continue with continue with this feud at this point. <laughs> I mean, this whole Miz as a baby face and Miz, it hasn't caught on for me. I don't know, I don't know how how it's caught on for others, but it really hasn't caught on for me. The whole Miz as a baby face thing, but um, it was a solid, it was a solid match. <laughs> that that sequence with with Miz with the low blow, low blow in the finisher really, really got the fans and people like myself thinking they was gonna win. 
Yeah, but at the, end, but at the end of the day, just another just another uh, dub for Gunther as he continues to rack up the days on this title reign. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know something. Just because I and the like like we've, we've been talking about the Miz for a bit, and it's like it's like yeah, I guess he's he's the baby face in between him and Gunther, but he's still a heel. Because you know, like in the match, he's, he's doing the, less, the he's heel the tactics. He's, the he's doing the heel tactics, and that was the only reason why I thought he might pull it off. Because mm-hmm. yes, the Miz obviously isn't a better technical wrestler than Gunther, but he, being the heel, I would think he would pull out some heel tactics and shock the world, or. Mm-hmm. You never know. He could have brought out Maurice and could have scratched him in the face or something, and then boom, he got the pin. I don't know. And also, I just feel like, you know, Gunther's had a very lengthy reign with the IC title. The more I think about it now, because it's just like I think his opponents are starting to go down. Mm-hmm. At least you know, at least for everybody who's on Raw, <laughs> um, it's like who else is he going to go against? And like, are we really going to wait till? what mania for him to lose the title <laughs> like i feel he like might. that's just too long you he know might. so um that's why because i you know we've discussed it you know he's already passed the honky tonk i don't know is there another title reign that he needs to pass no i think he i think he passed them yeah, that's the honky the longest. yeah that was the longest yeah, after, after honky that was it yeah yeah so it's like what else does he need to accomplish with this title a yes, thousand so days more. lewis <laughs> is that what what the scale is now with every title? A thousand, you gotta get to a thousand, thousand days. This man I mean, is gonna lose it for five years. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got you got to remember for years and for years and years and years for the for the last couple of years when Mr. Man was in charge of creative, the I seen in the, in the United States title where we're getting criminally criminally destroyed right. as far as credibility goes. So. If, if Gunther has to has to hold it for a thousand days to 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 bring the IC title back to the to the relevance and prestige that it used to have, I'm I'm all for it. But, but, but this is what I'm saying, and like like who else does he who else is going to challenge for the IC title right now? It's like you got everybody who's in the main event picture right now, who is literally just in war games, and then it's like he already beat Chad Gable, The Miz, Bronson Reed. I mean, what he gets Ivar. Like, he probably no a night. Fuck the brand split. <laughs> so is everybody, it officially everybody, fuck the brand split? Brand split's been dead for I don't know how is long. I already told you guys. La Knight is going after Logan Paul. I already told you guys that. <laughs> that's already being set up. See, that's, that's I where told, see, I forgot Logan Paul was the U.S. champion. See, oh yo, God. I was thinking that the other day too. <laughs> I but um, <laughs> but yeah, but I I don't think he needs to. I don't know. It, it, it makes sense that maybe he could lose it at Mania, but it's like, would you really want to have Gunther lose on the biggest show? You know. I mean, so, I don't think I don't think that's gonna hurt him. I don't think that's gonna hurt. I mean, he just beat Sheamus. It would be his. It would be his first last. Mania though. No, he beat Drew McIntyre and Sheamus last year. I thought that was a clap. No, nah, that was at Mania. Oh, what? That was a crazy match when he had the blue on. But, um, yeah, no, nah, I just thought I, I thought it was a good match. And, and kudos for the Miz for getting that type of match. You know, he's always able to pull one when you don't think he has it and you don't think about the ring skill. And you look at Gunther, who's been in these crazy matches, paired up with the Miz to get a good match out of the Miz is pretty good. 
Um, so kudos to him. Gunther gets another win. Um, as far as he's going to, who he's going to face, I think, I think there's a clear indicator. Well, from my standpoint, that Chad Gable should, as I always said, I thought Chad Gable should have been the guy because of the, because of that underdog story, to go up against a guy like Gunther and get that that crazy win. I think that would be good for him, and especially how they're kind of pairing off Otis and Tozawa as the tag team in Alpha Academy. It's like Chad Gable's not in tag team right now. He should be that guy that's going after mid-card titles. Um, I don't know the situation with Jay Uso. He can possibly be uh, – that can be a nice spot for him. We never saw him with the singles title or anything like that. That could be a potential run for him. Um, looking at it from that standpoint, um, again, he, again, Gunther just has great matches. It's like there's a lot of guys that you can pick. Ivar um, and Bronson Reed. They, those guys can go. We just saw that banger on Raw um, a couple nights ago. So um, definitely there's some pathways that can go there with him. But right now, Gunther, I think he should carry that title until they find that challenger again. I feel like it's I feel like he's still going to have good matches. He's still captivating. He's getting better with his promos and his heel work. Um, they're showing him more on TV with Imperium. So I feel like there's still a lot more road to go with that angle until he gets pushed. I don't know what they're doing with Imperium, though. Yeah, I, 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 it's I, almost I, like it's, no, Kaiser and Yeah, fighting one another. I think I think they're they're literally just trying to separate. Because so, Gunther does Gunther really need Imperium now at this point? Because years prior, when he was built, kind of like building his profile, having the group behind mm-hmm. him was beneficial. But now, since he's like the longest reigning IC champion of all, of all time, does he really like need Imperium? Yeah, he's been doing this on his own too. So like, if he's a, if he's a heel. If he's a heel, he still needs them. He still needs them because whatever babyface champion he's going to face, that gives them opposition. And so, I think from that standpoint, he needs them. Um, I just feel like either somebody else is going to join them, or they're kicking Vinci out, and then they're going to replace uh, Vinci or Kaiser or one of them. Mm. So, I think that's the angle that they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep, the Gunther continuing his reign. Um, and we'll see where it goes. Next chapter for that, we'll see. Um, in a hard-hitting affair, we got Rhea Ripley defeating Zoe Stark in a highly contested matchup. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Uh, mommy taking the win and continuing her reign. Was it highly contested? I thought it was a good match. I thought Zoe, I think yeah. Zoe Stark is good. So I think did, anybody, good. did anybody really believe Rhea was going to no. lose. No, 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 no. Exactly. It was good though. Yeah, and I think I said I think I said it during the uh, when we were making our picks, like of how of how underwhelming this whole the whole build was, and like yeah. And I will admit, live, I didn't watch this match because I was putting my putting my son down, but I did go back and try to watch try to watch this match, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get I just couldn't get into it. Like I I, I was trying. Um, but, but every time, but every time I looked at Zoe Stark, I just looked, I just looked at her and I said, I was like, yeah, I don't believe, I don't believe it. I don't believe <laughs> you as a, as a legit, as a legit threat. To, so to everybody, right wait, 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 wait. So everybody wanted Liv Morgan to win and everybody mm-hmm. was fine with that. But Zoe Stark can't have an entertaining match against Rhea Ripley. Huh? Liv had the money in the bank though. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Liv had the Come money. Come on now. Live have well, the money. It's like a guaranteed win. And had the, that's had, like had guaranteed the, win. Yeah, she had that. For the and most part. And unfortunately, Ronda Rousey was women's champion at the time, so that played a role into it entirely. So, I know. Yeah, she did face Ronda. Yes. Thank her. 
<laughs> See, you but can't. It's not apples ahead. and oranges, Dan. Yeah, it's not apples ahead. and oranges. You know. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, but 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 from a, but from an in-ring standpoint, I mean, it definitely was hard hard hitting. Even though no. I couldn't get into it, it still was. That's all I'm saying. She wasn't gonna win. We knew that. She wasn't gonna exactly. win. Exactly. So it was a good so, match. That's why it. We're not saying it wasn't a good match. When you say highly contested, like oh, she was so close to winning. You're like, was she really gonna win? She was putting she was putting the boots to mommy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's fine. And, and I feel, this is my thing. This is my thing. I feel like they've kind of, or at least they're trying to kind of really strap the rocket on Zoe and like mm-hmm. get her up there. Yeah, so clearly, like, boom, she, she yeah. So it's she like, did lose on Raw. She did lose on Raw. Nia Jax did. I don't know. There's. Her. It's like I believe her, but I don't. I don't know. There. I think it's she needs to yet. rack up. She needs to rack up more singles wins. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah, she got the win at Crown Jewel off uh, of the number you know, number contender, but it's like okay. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she needs kind of like a at least go back to like when you bring in new people, give them a couple wins, be like, Oh, look, this is their you moveset, know? these are their highlights, these are this, their strengths mm-hmm. and everything. And then when she gets that number one contender spot, then you gotta like, oh, yo, this might be you know, we've seen what she can do, and now she's gonna do that against Rhea. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know what she specifically needed? She specific she specifically needed to have like that one-on-one match with Trish after she turned on her after the Hell in a Cell mm, match. That, I feel yeah. I, I feel like if they had if they had actually like carry like, like maybe carried that out for like another like like a week or two and then had like a, a, a match on a match on Raw with Zoe beat, beat her clean, I feel like that would have that would have would have helped along along the way. Because other other than other than that, what major feud had, had Zoe Stark had on the main roster since she's come? All she she's had got, is, uh, the pairing with Tri- is, is the pairing with Trish Stratus. That's literally all she had. And, she should have got the, the solo treatment. She should have got the solo treatment and just exactly. Like, and if you remember, times. <laughs> if you remember, if you remember when when Becky and Trish were going at it, she, she Zoe was kind of like the, the the third wheel. So mm-hmm. just just helping just helping out helping out Trish, and she was losing against Becky too. So mm-hmm. I think she needed she needed that one win against a legend like Trish to kind of like like to like bring uh, to like make people start to view her as a as a as a legit threat and i think without it you know people people are just struggling to see but at least they're trying they're trying mm-hmm. with her unlike mm-hmm. other companies with their women's divisions but they're trying they're, 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 hey, they they got tony storm people. all right <laughs> you, you got her and julia hart and that's all you got oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no nah, but uh, again i thought the match was good i thought they were hard hitting going back and forth at each other i just i guess from your guys standpoint Hey, you guys, hey, we knew the Miz wasn't gonna win, but you know uh, that was closer, <laughs> that was closer than, than was it? <laughs> you just said it. Was it? You I just mean, said Gunther, it. Gunther Gunther's putting on 40 minute classics. He, he's not gonna lose to a low blow. But does he need it anymore? <laughs> does he need that title anymore? He does. It's he prestigious. Does, yeah. <laughs> prestigious. It is. And he's like, broken every record. And at some point, let somebody else have it. <laughs> hey man, Could you know. imagine he just comes out? He's like, I don't want to be the IC champ anymore. Nobody <laughs> hey, can Austin beat me. Did <laughs> Austin did it. Hey, yeah, we've had people do it before. Um, but yeah, um, Rhea Ripley getting that win there, continuing her reign. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Nia Jax just beat Rhea Ripley, uh, Zoe Stark on Raw. So mm-hmm. maybe they're building up to that, and we'll see how that goes. That'll be um, good. Let's let's get. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Well, I, I'm not the, I, I got, what I was gonna say, it was actually gonna be for the the next match. So I was just thinking yeah. about it. All right, uh, let's get into the 
women's war game match. Um, damage control versus Bianca Charlotte Shotzi and Becky Lynch. Uh, Bianca Charlotte Shotzi and Becky getting the win over damage control in a highly contested match. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? Goose, you want to you want to you want to start with this? Are you, you doing are you doing Bailey's celebration as the MVP of the match? Is that what you're doing? The... <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'll go first. Right. <sighs> like, why? I I don't I don't I don't understand. I, I don't get it. <laughs> you 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 move all these chess pieces and you create this 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 you know bear this like fortress of like amazing and you know you got the story there with like the Bailey stuff literally just set up like what I want to say like two weeks prior to Survivor Series <laughs> and you have Brown, them Brown. lose <laughs> and you have them lose. And on top of that, EO has the biggest spot in the match, and you still have her lose. <laughs> I hey, don't know. Hey, hey, she didn't take the pin. All because, all because, exactly. <laughs> all I mean, because. That's the silver line. But this is my thing. This is my thing. It's like, all the, look at all the women on the other side. Charlotte, Becky, Bianca. They can afford the loss. They, like, what are they get? What are they getting from this win? They want Lewis. Lewis. Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch Lewis. looks strong, guys. Look, Lewis. I'm just saying, and I don't, I don't know okay. if this decision was only made Lewis. to happen of the reuniting of Charlotte and Becky. Is that the main reason? Because it's just like no, 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 no. no. How, how long have? How long have? How, hold on. Uh, no, 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 go ahead. Not go ahead. Go finish. As 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 long as we've been talking about damage control and from the beginning. We had this high hopes for this women's faction. You know, we were up and then we were down for the longest time. Then EO gets the title. EO gets Kyrie. Damage control gets Asuka. They lose. It's like, why are we? It's like, you're so close. And then plummets down. You're so close. And plummets down. I don't know. All right. Louis, uh, let me me ask you a question. Who who took the pin in the match? I honestly don't even remember. Was this, was it, it was Bailey. Bailey. It was Bailey. She got manhandled, slammed, or rock bottom do it do a table. Off the top now, rope, damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if, you, if you remember, now if you remember a couple of weeks, a uh, couple of um, weeks ago when uh, when we talked about Oscar joining Damage Control, and we talked and we talked about how all four of them together, how everybody how how everybody knows, looking at all four of them, that eventually mm-hmm. they're gonna drop Bailey at some point. Exactly. Right. So, you sacrifice damage control having having a loss, so you can t- can, can continue to tell that story of, ba- of Bailey and, and damage control. Because think about it. Now, this the whole story is going to be the three of them are going to look at her and, and and say, "Well, you took the pin. Yeah. You're the reason why we lost. So, why should we continue to have you to have you in this have you in this group? Now you're you're holding us back. Now we got we got Kyrie saying that just came back and joined us. We just got Oscar to join us. So us three together, everybody knows how good we are individu- individually." And now we have, and now we have you, who's been the so-called leader of this group for all, for all this time. And now, and now, and now you're kind of holding, now you're kind of holding us back. So, I think they sacrificed them losing so they can continue to tell that story of Bailey now being the weak, being the weak, weak link of the group. Because when you see all four of them together, you think, oh, they're gonna drop Bailey at some point, right? You could, you, and I don't know. I always think of this angle. I always think of the evolution angle. Like mm-hmm. he won. 
take him out. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I it's like you you still have yes you can have the internal turmoil, but they're still winning. And you, uh, like we said, we all we all know that Bailey's gonna get booted out. I just I think it does more for the group winning gives them that yo look how strong they are. But then, then they're like, the eventual, so strong, we really don't need Bailey. I, I agree with I agree with you there because I feel like at that point, one, we don't need damage control taking any L's. I know EO didn't take the loss. She had the biggest moment in the match, obviously, with the trash mm-hmm. can. But she didn't take the L, but their team took the L. And yeah, it's okay. like that's not how you want to book your champion looking strong. Um, but just in general, I feel like what you're saying is that they could have kind of dragged this out a little further, um, have have them win. And then even when the so when the turn does happen, when they do turn on Bailey, you actually have a little They're bit more up. sympathy. Yeah, you still have a little bit more sympathy for Bailey because it's like she helped you win the match, et cetera, et cetera. Now you guys turn on her or whatever the case may be. Um, having her I, and I, just from a performance standpoint, Bailey was kind of the MVP. She entered in first. She was saving everybody from pins out the match, mm-hmm. and then she ended up being the last one on her own. So it made her give, give a valiant effort in that, and I think that's going to be lost and everything. But as Termer's damage control taking the L, it's like, did she really need – did they really need to take the L, especially with just getting Ka- Kairi Sane, who just came back, Asuka? Like, that should be a powerhouse tandem, mm-hmm. and they didn't win. <laughs> and it's like, I don't – I don't. and again, we understand it's to extend the story of Bailey and stuff like mm-hmm. that for her potential kickout of damage control, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like – now, they needed that. <laughs> they now, needed that. now, now, if anybody else on that team got pinned, but got pinned besides Bailey, then I agree with you guys. And then, then it's, it's a complete, yeah, yeah, completely, and, completely. And yeah, yeah. In the story. If anybody got pinned but Bailey, yeah, 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 absolutely. I understand it from that standpoint because I don't want Kyrie saying taking any L's. Oscar didn't, yeah, she just came back. Oscar, too, EO, so. EO's the champion, we didn't need her to take any L's. So, Bailey taking the L advances that storyline so we get it from that standpoint um i thought Shotzi did good in the match i thought she had a good showing um for being kind of like that oddball out you know what i mean like just being that newcomer in there getting a good run in there um the mist the fire extinguisher with uh bianca on oscar for the mist i thought that was a good play obviously the moon yeah, I was creative Obviously, Charlotte's moonsault, which I will always say on the show, which I will always say in the chat, she never hits it. She actually booted yeah. EO Sky in the middle in of the her fit, head. In, in her head, yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah, EO posted a photo on social media of her head like that. And I was like, I just jacked. I, I remember, I was like, hold on, how did that, how did that happen? I was like, oh, exactly. And then you go back and watch, bam, she, she rotated too early. I'm telling you, she no. does, no, she's no. the most. She's she always will get too early. Like I'm she's telling the you, goat. <laughs> yeah. Every time you see her do the moonsault, it almost looks like she's trying to land on her feet when she when she yes, does it. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's why it never looks good because she's trying to land, like she's trying to land on her feet. And it's it's like, like no, no, they're supposed to, to catch you. <laughs> they're supposed <laughs> to catch you. Yeah, exactly. She want everybody to catch her, right? <laughs> Damn, tall ass. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. You're the goat, but damn, <laughs> she never hits it properly. Um, I thought the yeah, I just thought the match was pretty cool with the uh, the chains with uh, Bianca and Becky. They had them in the middle of the ring and they did the the drop kicks to them. I thought mm-hmm. that was dope. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good, entertaining match and just set start the show off like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and we'll see what's next for Judgment Day. I mean, Damage Control. We're going to be talking about Judgment Day in a minute. Um, but I thought that was something. We'll get into our next match, but. 
Um, damage control taking L. We'll see what happens from there. Um, let's get into our last match of the night. Um, Judgment Day taking the L against Cody's Heroes. <laughs> yeah, um, the Revengers. The, the Revengers. Um, but nah, I just feel like this was something. I'll start this one off. Um, obviously, the 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 storytelling of Randy, will he, won't he come out? Um, I just thought it was odd to have two um, heel factions lose at war games. <laughs> I thought that was the thing that gets like, I believe that either, I believe did both of them who had the advantage? I can't remember um, who had the advantage. The, Judgment the, Day did have the advantage. And Damage and Control didn't? Didn't, I think. It's yeah. war games. Stop I, having the, the, the heels have the disadvantage in any war games match going forward. The heels should always have the advantage going into war games, period. <laughs> period. That's the first thing. I just want to get that out of the way. But um, um, this was a highly competitive match. Um, I thought it was pretty good from start to finish. Um, the illusion of Randy, and this is the one thing I want to talk about in this match more than anything else. It could have just been Randy Orton coming out, and that would have just been like, oh, okay, because everybody was expecting CM Punk with the story that they were telling and all that. But what saved it was Rhea Ripley coming out first, trying to cash in. I felt like I felt like that was perfectly done, and giving Randy his proper reaction. Coming out yeah. <laughs> because it made perfect fucking sense for, for any. That was like that was like so smart. And this is like, yeah. oh, it's a war games. Match. It's a war games match. Why would you not cash in right, right, right now while he's while he's down? And yeah, he's down. Only helping the ring with you. So like, that was brilliant. I actually like that. So to get it from that standpoint and try to do that, I thought that gave Randy his perfect reaction coming out. They did that very well, beating down the baby faces. Um, but yeah, I just got to talk about Randy Orton's return. He looks jacked. <laughs> That's the most jacked I've ever seen Randy Orton. I, I guess when you get older, you get more jacked. Um, I thought he came out and did a pretty good job. He looked great. I'm just happy to see Randy Orton back. Um, the RKO to JD McDonough from the top of the ring, from the top of the, the cage, epic. Randy Randy Orton creating another moment. Um, what do you guys think about this match overall? Randy's return and everything that followed. All right, so in my in my humble opinion, and and um, I do think this, this was the uh, the the better war games match of the night. And uh, Daniel, I think we mentioned we mentioned it um in the chat as far as like you know when you when you talk about like these war game matches in general, um, you, I think you had mentioned about how like they need to structure them structure them better because because sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like there's so many like lulls in between the matches in between guys coming coming into the ring. And, and and everything that you know sometimes you know it'll take you out of the match almost and mm-hmm. but i honestly feel like the way the match is already that's because that's the natural structure of the match yeah, yeah i honestly yeah, feel yeah. like it's hard, it's, it's hard to, to to keep to keep people interested while you're trying to get everybody into into the ring i mean they try it every every time you know people yeah, come did. out mm-hmm. before they get into the cage what do they do they go into the ring and they grab and they grab a chair or they grab a table and they grab <laughs> something but as you see over time with all these war games matches that's even that's getting a little tired getting a little tired mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you know because it's like you know, you go into the ring, stop grab a million the chair spot. I'm, I, I hate that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not effective. Just bring in a chair. You don't need one or two. You don't need fifteen. Just bring in one or two. Oh, no, you gotta. Everybody has to land in all the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as soon as they told that that story of of Randy may or may may, may or may not show up, I, I knew in my mind, okay, we're gonna get to a point in this oh. match where Judgment Day is literally gonna beat the living crap out of all four of them, and all four of them are gonna be down. 
and then here comes Randy Orton to the rescue. But then, but then, like Daniel said, they add, they added they added a little wrinkle to it by having Rhea Ripley come out there and cash cash in the money in the bank, which was yeah. which was perfect, perfectly set yeah. up for the return of, for the uh, return of Randy Orton. And then Randy Orton comes out. I mean, he like like Daniel said, he looks Jack put on a whole put on a whole bunch of muscle. This is the best the best that he's looked in looked in years. And mm-hmm. then and then he and then he got into the ring, and then we got we got your vintage Randy Orton, as Michael Cole like likes like call it. I mean, he looked like he didn't miss a step. It was the same old, same old. The only difference is he got he's bigger now. But yeah. but but the mat but the match itself, the the entire the the whole uh, structure and every uh, everything. You know, it still still was a very very entertaining entertaining match. Once everybody got in, once everybody got into the ring, once everybody gets into the everybody gets into the ring and the match officially starts, typically that's when all all the war games matches have been been, been at their best. You know, it's just getting yeah. just getting getting there. Sometimes, you know, just it, 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 get frustrated. Yeah, but other than that, it, it, it was a, it was a good it was a good match. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I don't like about the war games match is just the build up to the one two three and like people just so and it's not even that it's that long but i think at some points it does feel long and then mm-hmm. when finally everybody's in you're like oh shit now the match is actually <laughs> that, that's what it is because it's like you're waiting yeah. for all this stuff to happen and then you get that yeah. burst of energy from them and then yeah. I can't, I can't, because I can't in the beginning it's like once you get the two on one you're like all right they're just can keep beating the crap out of them mm-hmm. you know and then you get the three on two or the three on three and then so yeah i think for me sometimes war game matches i'm like all right can we get and i think only for this one it was like when i was like all right the match started and i feel like from that point to like the end mm-hmm. wasn't a lot I no it wasn't like, <laughs> yeah it wasn't a lot it was like and that's why i feel like the buildup just takes up majority of the match. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But what um, they gotta do, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta change it up. They either gotta have teams, or because I think WCW did that one year. They had, uh, they had WCW versus NWO versus I think Wolfpack or something like that. And the winner, and yeah. this is what they gotta do. They gotta start adding stipulations to war games. They gotta figure out a way to get that so it's more impactful. That's what that's my stipulation. Freaking so. You get so, number thirty in the Royal Rumble. You mm-hmm. get a number one contender shot at Royal Rumble. They got to do something with it. <laughs> oh, it. like yeah, to me, like it means something. Like you get, yeah, they got to do that. something because I think that's that the, make, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so in the first I mean, war games match, supremacy, right? Yeah, br- yeah, yeah. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> but anyway, in the first war games match that they did in NXT, they had three teams. They had undisputed era yeah. versus yeah, yeah. versus Roderick Strong and the Authors yeah. of Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. At, and and that was and that was done perfectly. I think that they had it set up so I think three people started, and then and then that's how they got to do it. And then they would have oh, the, rest yeah. of, the rest of the guys come in, and then honestly, psychologically, that makes more makes more makes more sense because then you got you got the two guys from the opposite teams that kind of have to like force to work together when, yeah, the, yeah, when the other yeah. guy's team comes out. So so psychology wise, it makes sense. It keeps thing keeps things interesting when you go one per, when you go in one person every. Two or three minutes, you know, mm-hmm. slows the, slows the match down. Or, or they need to just speed it speed it up and just be like every two person, minutes, <laughs> two minutes or one minute, like like that one year when they had the Royal Rumble and I think it was ninety five and they had people coming out at one minute intervals and that, that shortened the, shit out of the Rumble. Day. <laughs> they didn't have they didn't have enough guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. But um, nah, just in ter- just in general, I think they need to spruce it up a little bit. It's not that War Games is bad. Because it's just organ, as we always say, organized chaos, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. 
they just need to spruce it up a little bit. Either have teams, yeah. have it as a tag team, do something with it. There's something more they can do yeah. with Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, if the tag titles, but I guess <laughs> it's also different because it's like you have what five guys in there, so it's like who gets the titles. I don't know, whatever. But um, back to the actual match, like, and it's funny because when I saw them kind of setting Seth up, I was like, oh, they. Um, they can could they cash in right now and then you <laughs> come out and I was like I guess it's possible I mean we all knew it wasn't, it wasn't gonna happen, happen <laughs> who's waiting the Viper uh, yeah I was definitely um definitely excited to see Randy which I knew he was gonna be back mm-hmm. and I was like just to see that his fucking perfect power slam again mm-hmm. the thing of beauty I think he probably has the best power slam ever and um yeah, it was just great seeing Randy back. I think it's it's crazy to think that it's been two years since he's been yeah. here. I thought it was a year, and they're like, "No, it's no. been two years." Yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Christ, yeah. where the hell have I been? <laughs> I've been watching. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, time flies. No, it's great to have him back because it's like uh, he definitely has a void there. It's like Randy does bring something to the table. Like yeah. regardless, like he's obviously going to be a Hall of Famer, fourteen time champion. Uh, we've seen him many times. He needs Many another title run. I don't know if he's going to get that title run. I think he's going to compete uh, for a title. I think, I think he he's going to compete for a title. No, I think he'll so get good. No, I think he'll get one. I think he'll get one more. Matter of fact, Daniel, you're right. He's not going to get another one because if they give him one more, then he has to beat John Cena's record because because they're not they're not just going to let him get get to they 15. To. He, he 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 has to he has to pass Flair and then he has to pass Cena and get and get to, get to 17. So. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they have to do that, but because isn't Cena's at sixteen, right? Fifteen, right? No, no. He, he, he yeah. Now he passed. He passed Ric Flair, so he's. Oh, so we'll no, he hasn't passed Ric Flair. Yeah, no, he's, he, tied. No, he's, he's tied. He's tied. Is, is he's it tied? tied. You should, I think he's tied. I, I think. I, I, I could have sworn he was one under. Look, I thought Rick. Look, I thought Rick Flair. Rick Flair is at fifteen, isn't he? Fifteen. No, he's huh? at sixteen. He's sixteen-time world champion. Yeah. I could have, I could have sworn that when he won, Cena won his last world title, the commentary, commentary was hyping it up as in, like he just eclipsed sports entertainment's greatest mark. No, John Cena is sixteen. So, so it's sixteen apiece. So, so really? it's they can have, they can let Randy have. Oh, all right, if that's the case, then, then Randy will get one more title <laughs> I, run. Like, oh, like I can, I, I just think from the standpoint of where other guys are in line, like Drew, like Cody, Jay Uso, Drew's you're trying to build other no guys. Randy Orton's already a fourteen time champion. I mean, he could have one run. I'm not against it, but he's up there. But, like, we've seen him be the legend killer. <laughs> seen him be the young kid in, in, in evolution. You've seen him be the viper, all those variations. Legacy. Of the, legacy. Uh, when he was, like, he looked like a damn snake. With <laughs> yeah. the bald head. So we've seen all these iterations of Randy Orton, and we're still saying he's able to do the same old stuff, and we still love it. So, um, yeah. Great to have Randy Orton back. Um, I thought the War Games match was good, even though it had its low periods. But overall, it's getting to that point, and now we're building up towards after what's next for the Judgment Day. And again, this is my thing about it: is just having these two two factions, heel factions, lose. It's like there has to be a, a either something has to change. Obviously, we saw on Raw, Drew McIntyre is not with the Judgment Day. He's on. He's like a renegade, which is what I wanted. <laughs> I don't want him to join. Uh, uh, the Judgment Day and stuff like that. So, Same. and now he's going to be fighting Sammy. Apparently, he had a fight with Seth Rollins. Um, 
And Seth Rollins here, <laughs> he's got to be turning heel. <laughs> Why? He's giving a title match to Jay Uso. Out of nowhere. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean that's not that's not really I don't know where they want they want together. <laughs> and the, okay, but look at everybody that Seth's already beat. Beat Sami Zayn, beat Drew, literally beat everybody on the team except Randy. Why wouldn't Jay also get a title shot? Shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, see, you don't, you don't want to say I'm right. I'm a hater. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I I'm actually, I was actually disappointed that he's given Jay the title, the title shot because I thought, I thought it was too, I thought it was too soon. I actually thought that Jay was gonna get his title, title shot like, like maybe like in like a, in like a month or so, and then, and then Jimmy was gonna get involved, therefore, therefore setting up the the, the brother versus brother <laughs> match at WrestleMania. That's that's what I thought that, that how they were gonna go in that direction. So, so I, so I just, I just want more for Drew. And I feel like he's the guy that needs to win the title. We always will. Like, and again, Seth Rollins with his back, all the stuff about his back, they keep playing it. And I'm like, if there's anybody to kick his ass and take the title, it's Drew McIntyre. I don't know if that plays into a cash-in with Damian Priest and then he cashes in, costs Drew the title, and then they go clash at each other, whatever the case may be. But it's like, we need some things cleared up here. We need Drew McIntyre as champion. We need the money in the bank cash-in. Do we need him as champion right now? I feel like that. I, I feel so. like that. I feel like that opportunity is come and gone. Oh, we didn't man. get Clash at the Castle. <laughs> I didn't beat um, Seth. I don't think it's. I don't think it's in the cards. At least not until after Mania. Or at he wasn't even the deciding think. factor in War Games. He wasn't even the deciding factor in War Games. <laughs> like I don't no, know what's next. Like, like, he's gonna like, like, go to Mania. I feel it's exactly. <clears throat> It's sad. Drew McIntyre is pretty much the Dallas Cowboys right now. Some way, somehow, <laughs> when it counts, they'll let you down. And for the last five matches. <laughs> and, and, and then y'all know you watch first takes and you know who I got that from. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Some way, somehow, he'll let you down. <laughs> like, oh, man. No, he wouldn't. Like, I just don't get it. I don't know what they're doing with him. But it's like, he's not winning. I, we got the mean, We got the anger. We got the we got the mean streak that I, we've all wanted because we he can definitely see the contract in. yet. <laughs> like we can't give you this title until Never, we get that John. I don't understand why. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going. I mean, there's been so many so many mixed reports about it. You got some. I think I've read one report saying that it's not necessarily a, an issue with money or anything. It's more. It's more of a. He, more of a thing where he, he wants to go back to Scotland and see his yeah, family for a little time bit. Take some yeah. time off and like spend some time with his family for a couple of months and so then come back to work. It's like, I mean, or he gets the, 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 the title and then the, the, the cash in happens on him. I'm sorry, that would be so disappointing. I mean, <laughs> and that's the only thing where it's like he just, he want he wants to take a break from wrestling and go be with be with his family, and that's what's holding things up. It's like, all right, let him go relax with his family. Then if he hasn't been back to Scotland in, uh, in I don't know how many months. years or something or whatever yeah. month. I don't know. Like, bro. <laughs> I mean, if, that's, also, if I mean, that's the case. I mean, they, just got got CM, they got Randy Orton back and they, they signed ZM Punk. So, <laughs> like I said, like my, my, the money's there, again, because I think, I think that's just something that I wanted to talk about in the CM Punk part. Them getting the Endeavor and TKO status, Deal. whatever that is. That yeah. is way more international base, mm-hmm. you know, especially with UFC going to like Brazil, Japan, 
um, England, the UK and stuff like that. That opens up the doors for WWE in a way that probably they couldn't do on their own. Maybe there's a little bit more leeway with there and more international travel and stuff like that. Obviously, the TV deal. You got Punk, you got Randy back, you got those megastars on TV now. So it's like the money's there to sign Drew McIntyre. That's why I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Like it, that shouldn't be an issue. Um, if he does want to go home, it's like you should have had your injury angle and then went home. <laughs> like if I'm WWE in my mind, I'm like, yo, you're getting hurt in like August to come back at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> you get six months with your that family, come back break, at the Royal yeah. Rumble, and then we start mm-hmm. your mania push away. But it's just like I, I don't know where I don't know where he takes that break, you know what I mean? If he if, if that is the case, I don't know where or when he takes that break. So it's like with your storyline character again. I like the character that we have. I don't know about the skirt and the ring and all that stuff, but we got That's the character. That we, <laughs> we got the character that we want with the leather jacket. We're getting the the the, the innuendos of the the Scottish psychopath, the Mean Street Drew, and it looks That's like that's going to start. It's not a skirt, man. It's a kilt. Have some some respect for Rodney Piper. (laughs) Again, that just brings that just brings you back to the '92 Royal Rumble when uh, Roddy Piper comes out and he's like, um, "Roddy Piper helps out." I think uh, Ric Flair in the match, and he goes, "I'm sorry, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a kilt." Bobby Heenan, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back attacking Ric Flair, and he's like, "Oh, it's a skirt. But yeah, like I just we're getting that mean streak drew. Apparently, uh, Sami Zayn is the uh, uh, I can't even say it the sacrifice and all this, (laughs) sacrifice and all this, uh, uh, going up against Drew. Um, and that's another thing, Sami Zayn's character. I'm just like, what is he just fighting for the greater good? Is he like the sheriff of Raw or something? Like, (laughs) he's a good guy now. Like just he's a super baby face. He's a super, super baby, baby face. The super white meat baby face. I'm like, oh, what is like? What is his character like? He says he did say he wanted to get world championship. He said he he understands where Drew is, where we both lost against Seth and all that. The bloodline both cost us. Um, so there's some parallels there, but it's just like I need. I, we needed to get those guys in like single match goal. Like he he needs to be yeah. competing for the title, even though he had his title shot. But it's like we need I to get. I feel like Sammy should be should be champ. At least get like one run. Somebody I said like just, I feel like he's earned it. I was talking to somebody like he should win the Royal Rumble. I'm like, it would be crazy. <laughs> to have Royal Rumble. He would get such a pop if he did. <laughs> that like that's such crazy. a huge pop if he did. Last year, if he had won it, oh my god. <laughs> The whole bloodline storyline, yeah, that would have just added to it because Roman would have been like, <laughs> it'd have been that Triple H angle with Batista, like, where are you gonna go? Yeah, but um, I mean, again, as I said, CM Punk returning, Randy Orton returning, uh, Royal Rumble is gonna be packed, and Royal Rumble is one of my favorite events, um, obviously one of the big four, so to have that in Tampa. Um, Jade Cargill should be appearing there like long enough. I know Triple H mentioned her, they asked him yeah. about her yeah, at the press conference. Um, and it's like it's time, <laughs> the Royal Rumble should be it. Yeah. I think and we're still two months away, <laughs> yeah. 
he, he, he kind of framed it to make it to make it to make it seem as though like to make it seem as though that she, we want to be sure that she can handle any situation that we we throw mm-hmm. her in or anything. That pretty much was 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 cold was cold for saying yeah, for the rumble that, that AEW messed her up when they were, when they were training her and we're trying to un, <laughs> un, 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 unfix that's, what they what they did. That's that's for a our that's going to take a little bit, so we'll save her to the rumble. They, they got to fix the coding, you know. Yeah, it's like we got to fix everything that they, they, they that they did to that's us. The, or told that's, the, that's the shot. That's the shot he threw at AEW. <laughs> they messed her. <laughs> they messed her. They didn't train her right. My thing. I've seen the her. Punches are way too stiff. I saw pictures of uh, her and uh, Ricky Starks training together. It's like who's training her? Well, if it's her, and Ricky, no if it's her and Ricky Starks. Then I think that I think that may have been at, at Cody's school, the Nightmare Factory. Yeah, the Nightmare Factory. Yeah, yeah. she's down so there. If that's the case. Then I think that's 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 Cody and Q- QT or and yeah, Cody. or his brother. I forget. Maybe maybe no, maybe, no, that's that's QT, maybe that's why QT. Maybe that's why QT left. He's like, I gotta go train Jay Cargill. <laughs> I can't. I can't be here anymore. Oh, 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 WWE is gonna is gonna like sign him as a coach or something. Like they're gonna they're gonna give him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I think. Cody's gonna put in a good word for me. Who get the job yeah, like sure. or something? I mean, since Cody has all the p- politic connections, <laughs> nah, Cody will take care of QT. <laughs> when he turn when he turns heel and goes full, just to be a trainer or something though. When he goes full heel and turns Homelander, <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm just saying. The no. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Well, what if that's the story? He doesn't win, and then he goes full Homelander. <laughs> he crazy. has the American suit on already. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he's gonna go. I'm telling you, the heel work of Cody Rhodes in WWE is gonna be great. <laughs> when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, if there's nothing else. Uh, I don't think there's anything else on Raw that we got. Obviously, we got the Gunther and Miz tear down, so that's obviously happened again. I, I, I just want to say, uh, over sorry to interrupt. Overall, as a as a show, Raw was actually very, very good, very, very good this week. Mm-hmm. I actually felt every match and every segment that they did had a purpose. I mean, even the tag team titles even yeah. had a, a turmoil match to determine who yeah. the next contenders were. We're going to raising stakes for the tag team titles again. Mm-hmm. And then in the, in the women's tag team division, they had a tag team tag team title ma- match. And then mm-hmm. even Ivar and, Bron- Bronson, and uh, Bronson. Yeah, Reed, that was a pretty good no contest. Yeah. Those, those, anytime you see two guys that size, two two behemoths like that going at e- going at each other, I mean, you really don't even need a, a, a stakes or a storyline for it. It's just mm-hmm. who, who's the battle <laughs> one out of both of us. It, it, it sells itself. And don't so, forget uh, Cody and Shinsuke. And then. Yes. I, I did mean, not see that happen. I did yeah, I mean, not that see that. I said it was positive for you. You had Cody declaring for the Rumble, and then Nakamura got his next feud with Cody. The only thing that sucks about that, they both kind of need a win. <laughs> 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 that's the only thing that, that's going to be hard. Or just one more games. Oh, yeah. Calling it now, Shinsuke gonna, is going to throw out Cody at the Rumble. Exactly. That's the only thing that sucks. Calling it now. That happens. Oh, my God. That's all that sucks is that they both He's not winning the game. rumble. Why are but, they putting all these roadblocks in front of Cody Rhodes? But Shinsuke, but Shinsuke uh, needs it. You used to it yourself, Dan. Adversity. He needs yeah. all this adversity. Nakamura needs possible. to win more, though. I'll say that. Now it's gonna get interesting because it's like that Shinsuke doing the mist. That's that's dope. Like I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they keep they keep um, yeah, that like that's crazy. Um yeah. And you sent that thing about uh to Jerry in the chat, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> what about George you know? George you know? He like, said, oh. I got the goggles on. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty good. No, but yeah, uh, no. all that stuff happening on Raws looks like it's leading up to a good uh, uh, wrestling. We're heading into the winter break of wrestling, heading into the Rumble. So it's the road to the Royal Rumble. Um, got all these things happening. Um, Damage control. We're gonna figure out what's happening with damage control. Logan Paul is gonna come back and be on SmackDown this week. Um, we'll see if there's. But let's see if Roman Reigns is on there. <laughs> we don't know when he's gonna show up. We don't know. Um, who knows? Uh, but that will do it for. Uh, what am I doing here? There we go. Uh, wrapping it up. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me as always. <laughs> One, two, three.